0: So check in with our posture. Let the spine is straight. Whether you're sitting on a chair, or you're sitting on the floor, or you're lying down or standing, let the knees bent enough that the low back flattens and the spine can be straight, but relaxed. So in meditation, we try to establish this balance of being alert, present, straight, and relaxed, and at ease, comfortable. So we check in with the body and notice any tightness that we might be holding in our face. Sometimes it helps to just really scrunch it up and then let go. And breathe. A few deep breaths can be really helpful in the beginning. And let go of any stress in the shoulders, the arms, and hands. We've got that nice straight back. That doesn't mean the spine has to be straight. I have some pretty pronounced scoliosis, and you might too, but that's not what's important. It's the energetic channels, being able to be straight enough to flow freely, relaxing the chest and the belly, the back. sitting comfortably so that your bottom side is comfortable. And your legs can be relaxed. And there's no real pressure on them anywhere that's gonna become painful or distracting. Now we bring our attention to our breathing. That breath is a wonderful vehicle for energy. The Thais call it breath energy. You breathe in and you can imagine the energy going through the whole body. And you breathe in and the chest expands, maybe the belly expands. But the energy flows through your arms, all the way to your fingertips. And through your whole body and your legs, all the way to the toes. And each time you breathe out, you relax a little bit more, letting go of any kind of impurities or static. Stress. And after we go through the whole body and relax it and start noticing our breath, we might find that some part tenses up again. And this is usually due to thoughts. So we notice the thoughts in the mind. I've heard one teacher say that each thought causes a muscle in the body to tense up somewhere. I'm not sure if that's true. I haven't really investigated that myself. But it sounds like a good thing to be aware of. How am I bringing or allowing more attention to Arise in the body. And then all we have to do is just intentionally invite that area to relax again. And sometimes if we're going through a period of stress or a lot of activity or a lot of work, and we can spend a half an hour just using relaxation, using, this, using the breath, using the, the place, the way we place our intention as a way to really let the body release what it's holding. Tranquility of the body is one of the important components before being able to really sink into samadhi. And as the body becomes more calm If we're still paying attention to our breathing, then we'll probably notice sensations arising in the body that are pleasant. So we stay aware of the breath. knowing now I'm breathing in or now I'm breathing out and also aware of our whole body and whatever feelings arise in the body, paying particular attention to those that are pleasant. Of course, if some pain or discomfort arises, we can bring some attention there in a way that's calming, soothing, empathetic, and perhaps even adjust our posture a little bit to help that that part relax. But of course, some kinds of pain and discomfort can't be dissolved or resolved in that way. Just like some of those components in our karmic package, we may have to learn to be present with them until some deeper awareness or understanding Helps to relieve them. Or perhaps they don't go away, but we learn how to be with them without being dragged down into them. So, this is what we can do in meditation practice being present with what's arising, what we're experiencing without being caught up in it, without being elated or dejected, but to be aware, kind, mindful, and wise. Just breathing in and breathing out with our attention on the breath and pleasant feeling. That pleasant feeling can be invited to spread through the body, whether it's warmth or tingling, some other manifestation of pleasant feeling or joy. It's invited to spread. And using our attention on our breath as an anchor and a support can actually increase that pleasant feeling. This is why the Buddhist statues at Ajanganha's monastery have smiles. Because feeling joy and happiness are also important for sinking into samadhi sinking in in a good way, like you sink into a fluffy pillow, a soft comforter. This kind of pleasant feeling in the body can become so strong that sometimes we can't tell how our hands are laying in the lap. They've just become diffuse energy or other body parts. And just notice. Don't get involved. Just encourage pleasant feeling and deep calm. And the same with the mind, noticing mental activity and inviting it to become more calm, not getting involved, staying present with the in-breath and the out-breath. helping the mind to relax, be free from stress, Then we can encourage the mind to become even more uplifted and brighter. Perhaps bringing in the thoughts of the Brahmaviharas of loving kindness. Letting the feeling of kindness, of loving friendliness permeate the whole body. It's very similar to that joy or happiness. Perhaps the same. An energetic softness, fullness. If that isn't quite there yet, you can start with just one area of the body and invite that energetic, embodied experience of loving kindness to come forward. Use whatever imagery or similes or ideas that help to bring that loving kindness into fullness. Can fill every every part of the body and around us with metta, with loving kindness. Above us and below us, around and everywhere. And we can extend that to everyone and to ourselves. So that the heart feels very great. The heart, the mind, expansive. Even enough to encompass the whole world. So there is this loving kindness for all living beings, human, animal, devas, and those in the lower realms, whatever suffering they may be experiencing. We can have a friendly attitude seeing the suffering. We can wish for it to be ended. And then compassion arises. So the loving kindness is still there, but so is compassion, that heartfelt wish for all suffering to end. the energetic sense of this compassion can permeate through this whole body and around it. Above and below. Extended out to all beings and to ourselves. Because wherever one is in samsara, there is suffering. Dissatisfaction. Things that aren't quite right. Or tremendously wrong. There's a whole range. This is just the normal workings of samsara. Maybe it's time to say it's enough. Time to let it go. And when we do, there's even more compassion more kindness, more openness of heart, less of needing anything for ourselves. We still care for ourselves. We care for whatever is still left in the package of our karma we don't have to be attached to feel we own it. It's not really ours and it never really was. It's just the conditions that are present that need to be cared for and worked with. This compassion and kindness for ourselves helps us to let go of what's holding us back, what's keeping us down. And encourages us to do what is useful to do. What's kind? What's helpful? What's wise? And when we see the progress in ourselves and in other people, then joy arises just naturally, how wonderful, how amazing. When someone else makes progress, it helps everyone. When we make progress, it helps everyone. This is to be celebrated and appreciated and encouraged. And as the mind and heart continue to develop, then we experience equanimity, evenness, being unperturbed, unruffled with a deep wisdom that none of this is mere mine this is all for the common good complete freedom happiness contentment this is the way of the Dhamma.